Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Honest Conversations with Alex Cubis, brought to you by Nova Entertainment. In this installment, Love Is star Michelle Weaver talks all things acting and God in this illuminating episode that will resonate with any aspiring artist or entrepreneur, regardless of your background or passion. Michelle speaks with a self-awareness that's equally uplifting and challenging. Do you want to find out about the specific moments which led to her current success and recent impressive bookings? Well, open your mind and ears to this hardworking talent, an example of how there's no substitute for a good work ethic and some faith. And today, I'm sitting with... Michelle Weaver. Michelle Weaver, star of own show, Love Is... Um, Okay, Michelle... You probably are not familiar with my first line of questions, but every interview I start off my conversations with the questions, what do I think, feel, need, and want right in this moment, as honestly as possible? <laughs> what do I think, need, oh, wait, wait, can you repeat it? Sorry. Think, feel, need, and want. I think, I, I'm thinking, I'm think, uh, I'm blessed. Mm. I feel... Excited. Good. Um, I need uh, rest. Okay. And uh, what is the last one? Uh, I want. I want. Oh God, what do I want? I want uh, more understanding. Is that a good way to answer this question? I think it's a really good way. I'm just like, what? Okay. Am I supposed uh, to be like more specific? No, not at all. Okay, I mean, okay. some people can be really specific. Some people be like, I just want a coffee. Like, so why do you need rest? Uh, maybe I don't need as much rest, but I should have more. No, I guess I need, I, you know what it is? I need to be easier on myself. Hmm. Okay. All right. Inner critic. Inner critic. It, you don't understand my accent. Inner critic. Oh, yeah. Inner <laughs> critic. Okay. So yeah. we talked about this before. Um, because from like an acting standpoint, like I feel like uh, we're the same acting breed. Like a lot of actors, like some actors are really uh, spontaneous and then other, other actors are a little bit more uh, maybe literary in their approach and a big group of actors get in their heads. Like that's a pretty common yeah. majority to be a part of. So uh, let's start off with the journey. When did you start acting? Like when did you say officially I'm going to pursue a professional acting career? And right. And um, I'm going to go into the inner critic thing. <laughs> inner critic in a, in a little bit. I think I, I have a very specific journey when it comes to acting because I've always wanted to do it. Um, but I was the smart kid in the family. I was the good kid. Um, so I went to in the education direction. And after I applied to eight schools with a psych major and a um, French literature minor because my mother nice. is um, from Haiti, mm-hmm. um, I did a random audition. There was an opening for an audition at my school for 25 colleges auditions, right? But no one would take it. So I was like, I was bored. I was like, mm-hmm. let me just see what happens. I got like more callbacks than most of the people who were actually pursuing acting in my class. A lot you of people were had thought about, about acting. Before? I had thought about it, but and I had done like a little commercial auditions and things like that in Denver, Colorado, but like mm-hmm. There's not really a scene there. I, okay. I was always involved in theater. I started dancing when I was three. I was always performing. I always 
would have, like, my artwork would always be, like, on display at, like, libraries and things yeah. like that. I was a very creative kid, but also very good at academics. So, like, mm-hmm. it just didn't seem like, you know, I wanted to be, like, the the child that was, you know, became a doctor or something, yeah, right? right? Yeah, right, I knew I couldn't become a doctor, but I could become a psychologist. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, or lawyer. <laughs> right, because I took AP Bio. I was like, this is not for me. Uh, I didn't even take calc. I took ceramics instead. Um, and then it was in that moment where I was like, maybe I'm supposed to do this. And um, Pepperdine offered me a scholarship, and I, I didn't want to go to Pepperdine. I visited the school. Um, but I, for some reason I knew that I belonged there, even though it wasn't my ideal situation. And, uh, back then I wasn't really a Christian or anything. I just was, I, I don't know. I, 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 my gut was always very loud. And so mm. my gut was like, you need to go. And I cried and I cried and I really? cried because I was like, I don't like that school. I worked so hard to go to a beautiful school like I was mm-hmm. so upset but I knew I was supposed to be there and then after and I'm a person who's one foot in one foot out like so I mean like one a... foot all foot in all foot out like okay. not either or so once I'm in I'm all the way in mm-hmm. like I just don't like to live in that like limber so it's yeah, yeah, yeah. right so as soon as I went to um I got on the plane went to California well actually my parents drove me but once I got to California <laughs> I'm like thinking yeah. once I got to California I was like Let's go. This is what I'm doing. I think it shocked my parents because they were like, oh, yeah, I do double major in psychology and acting. Acting is kind of fun, but you have psych... No, I was like, no, I'm going to be an actor if I'm going to do this. Really? And, um... But why did you not go then to full theater school or full, full acting school? Well, see, that's the thing is I went where the opportunity was. Right. I didn't oh, it's because you wanted to be in L.A. Well, like... because I... Well, because Pepperdine gave me a scholarship. Mm-hmm. I never... I looked at... Every school I applied to had a performing arts program that non-majors were allowed to participate in. Because okay. I knew I could not give up on performing okay. overnight, right? Right, right. But I never thought that I could be a person who actually went to college for acting. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't think I could do that, you know? It wasn't even in my mind, like... And then so I went where the opportunity was. I tried to transfer because I didn't like the school to UC Irvine. Um, but I knew, I started the application process. I started looking and I knew, I was like, no, you're supposed to be here. So that was like an example of where you're, you wanted to go somewhere else, but you felt like you needed to the difference between want and need. That's a pretty yes. cool thing. And you went with what you needed, which is more, I guess, more priori- high priority for humans and yeah. right and I feel like and maybe that was one thing that helped me later on in my career is like I think sometimes we get so caught up in doing things mm-hmm. that we get distracted yeah. it's like this guy um Chris Kolpecker uh, he's a huge executive at Sony no clip Ooh, I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna look She's up gonna his look name um, stay tuned um he said actually I don't even know how I don't even know how. As an example of the difference between needing one. Basically, he said. He, he basically said, when you fall into a swimming pool. I'll add this at the end of the episode. Yeah, the guy's name. I'll find it. Yeah. Um, Cole Pecker, I think. Okay. Cole Pepper or something. Anyways, um, he said, if you jump, if you, someone pushes you into a, the deep end of the pool and you start swapping your hands everywhere, yeah. you're going to drown. Yeah. Now, if you. But push into the pool and you relax and find your find your center, center yeah, and flow. do one stroke at a time towards the end of the pool, you're going to get out of the pool. 
Nice. And so, did and you get this piece of advice recently or really early on in your career? Um, probably it was probably about three or four years ago. It was actually a massive group. It was a conference. Oh. I was one of like a hundred people in the oh, audience. Oh, okay. But like that, literally, I looked back and I was like, yes, I could have tried to go to a better school, quote unquote. I could have tried to, you know, go to over here, over here. But I knew that there was something for me at Pepperdine, and it was better. And it slowly do... ingratiated you, ingratiated you into right. acting, and yeah. exactly. And I ended up picking up a double major. Yeah. I ended up studying abroad. That helped me just open up my mind. I ended up um, being able to perform in Scotland through their program. I ended up. They like never cast me because they didn't do colorblind casting. So I faced a lot of racism, wow. a lot of rejection. People would say, you're one of the most talented people in the school, but they would never cast me and they would never tell me what to do to be cast. And because it's a liberal arts school, you don't have five acting classes a day. You learn by being on stage. And as a scholarship student, you have to do 100 hours in the theater. So whether I'm on stage or not, I'm working in the theater. I have to. So I was doing props. I was building sets. I was sweeping floors. I was I was doing, like, every. I was watching on the side, you know, and I was paying, going in debt up to my eyeballs. Because even though I had a great scholarship, it wasn't full. Yeah. And I had to pay for school on my own. So I'm going in debt to stand on the sidelines. But the thing is, it was very frustrating. And then my senior year, they wanted me to play a slave in a play. And I was like, no, I'm going to play the Native American who has depth and whatever. So I finally got an opportunity as a senior. But the thing that's so funny is I knew I was supposed to be there. And the reason why I was supposed to be there is because I learned so much about rejection. And I learned so much about finding your own, believing in yourself, whether people see it or not. That when I went into Hollywood, nothing really scared me mm-hmm. like other people. A lot of, most of the people in my class aren't acting anymore, especially the people who are cast a lot. Wow. They didn't make it a year in Hollywood. Really? Me, I'm like, they I've heard up. no. Yeah. I've heard every excuse for not giving me a role. But I'm going to go in there and be, and I don't care if you tell me that I didn't get the role because my shoes were the wrong color. Because mm-hmm. you're not going to tell me I was bad. You're not going to tell me I didn't, I wasn't prepared. You're not going to tell me all the things that I could control. You're not going to say that's what eliminated me. If you want to say I wasn't tall enough, fine. I accept that. So it basically created a fire in me where I just was like, and as much as rejection, no matter how much you prepare for it, it hurts and Mm -hmm. you will have your moment to cry about it. But I learned how to cry about it and get up again. Yeah. (laughs) What? You've been waiting to say this. Like, <laughs> no, just, it's just, I no, always talk I love, about this, yeah, but no, it's really just like, like such an in-depth it. story. Yeah, but so when it's it comes so important to, though. Right, it's so important. So when it comes to my acting, it's like it was kind of a thing that I couldn't ignore anymore. It wasn't something that I was like, oh, like I wanted to do it, but it kind of chose me in mm. a sense. It kind of found me, and I couldn't deny that it was where so, I was supposed so to be. So when did you finish Pepperdine? When did you graduate? What year? I don't tell you. Oh, you don't tell? Okay, all right, I'm just saying, like, okay, basically, the long game, guys, to those listening. <laughs> I don't know, I was getting nervous about that, but... That's all right, no, don't worry, sorry. <laughs> um, all good, I get that. Uh, so basically, play the long game, guys, and uh, eventually become a star, just like Michelle. And that's today's... No, I'm kidding. Um, all right, so you said before that when you went to Pepperdine and you really listened to your gut, Mm-hmm. Um, and at that point you weren't really much of a Christian. When did that journey become a thing for you and how has it influenced or informed your creativity and your, your life as an artist? 
oh my god, it actually helped it so much. When was I, there a moment, like a trigger moment, or what was your awakening, or what happened? Actually, you know, it's so funny. I think the first, I've always been spiritual, and I've always, like... Believed in a higher... Absolutely. I, I never was atheist. I was like, there's no way that there... Because I had crazy experiences, and supernatural experiences as a child. Like, I just always experienced things. So I was like, I knew there was something spiritual. Not like I, like, saw angels dropping out or anything like that. But I could just sense things, and, like, it would be weird, or I'd have dreams and stuff. And so I was like, there has to be a higher power. Um... I don't, it's... If they're too personal, we don't have to it's share It's not right that now. it's too personal. It's like... Hard to describe. It, it wouldn't be worth describing because yeah. people wouldn't be able... It's an experience yeah, that people it. can't really understand, yeah. you know? Um, but later on in my life, I started having even more in depth. Like, once I actually started seeking God, like, I was like, oh, wow, like, this world opened up. But my senior year in college, I got this role as a Cherokee woman, mm-hmm. and there was a whole monologue where I was speaking to Mother Earth, right? And I'm giving birth to a child. Wow. And and half the play I'm, I speak Cherokee. Okay. Hectic. So I learned Cherokee. Experience. It was amazing. Wow. Like I just was like that it was like I got 3 years of like barely anything just uh-huh. dancer in and the back got, to the, get this epic role, yeah, right? right? And was I that like part of a showcase that helped you get an agent or anything or did it lead no, to No, didn't lead to nothing. Wow. Except, the, Except that I finally could cry on stage great. and learn Cherokee yeah. and actually I did a lot of stunt work in that Okay. in that show. Because I got so beat your, up on stage. Helps your skills. Right. Know, with bitches, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, so you had the monologue. And... So I had the monologue and everything. And so this character is very spiritual. And I was spiritual. But I was like, I need to tap into something <laughs> to really get this right. Mm-hmm. And my mom is a Christian. She's a prayer. But like, she never really like pushed her religion on me, you know? Okay. And, but, and I think that's one thing as a child. She would pray for things and I would see it happen. Like... All the time. She's like, yeah, I was praying that this, this, this. And then a week later, it happened. I'd be like, dang, I know prayer is real. Like, I don't know what it is out there, but, mm-hmm. like, I would just see it happen all the time, right? So that was one thing as a child. Like, I just knew there had to be a God in some form. Like, mm-hmm. whatever. So I was like, Mom, I really need you to pray for me. Like, I want to be spiritual. I want to... but. I was and like, but I don't want to tap a, into... You hadn't been a prayer up until this point. Or I mean, I would practicing. pray, but, like, I would, I wasn't, like, I was, like, on my knees praying. Okay. I would, like, talk to God. Like, I yeah. would think I was talking to God. Okay. I was talking to God, but, you know, I'd be like, okay, God, so this is the thing. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. Or I would do, like, I would journal a lot. Okay. So, and I would journal to God. I watched great... Uh... <laughs> what? <laughs> I watched that movie, and I am... So the Color Purple. Okay. Oh God. I don't know why I forgot the name of that movie. <laughs> I watched Color Purple, mm-hmm. and she talks to God. Mm-hmm. And I was like, see, why would I talk to myself when I can talk to God? I don't know. I was a strange child, oh, right? okay. So as a child, I started journaling to God. Mm-hmm. So even though I wouldn't <laughs> really go to church, I would go to church like once, whatever. People would like talk to me, God. I'm like, ah, I don't know, whatever. But I would journal to God, right? Mm-hmm. So... I would journal and things, right? And I was like, Mom, I, I just need to be, like, spiritually aware of this character. You know what I mean? Like, she's a spiritual woman. But I want to tap into just anything. So, you know, the Holy Spirit is pure, right? So let's just, I don't know. Let's just, I'm just praying that I have an experience with the Holy Spirit. Let me tell you, when I went on stage, it became a thing where it wasn't me performing for me anymore. 
there was a moment, and I remember going to a church in the middle of that process, breaking down, because I the role was very heavy and very emotional, and I was breaking down, and I went to this church, and I broke, and I guess I get, I, I look back, and I forgot about this, I gave my life to Christ, and I like, raise your hand, I raised my hand, this woman like prayed for me, and then I left like nothing happened, mm-hmm. I don't know, it was very weird. Right, 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 um, that's what happens sometimes <laughs> in those experiences, though, they're isolated to the event, and then you just leave, and it's like, oh, that was life changing in the moment, and then like, you're just getting coffee like half an hour later. Yeah, yeah. and I was like, okay, God, I'm going to go play this, so well, thank you for giving me what, I, you know, like, no, it was so funny, Okay, but... So I, I just was like, I left that and moved into Hollywood. And I was like, that's so interesting. Like, I feel like people are missing it because they're trying to do it without connecting to their spirituality. Mm. Right? And so, because like act- artists. They, they mean yeah, just as artists. Or artists, yeah. Right. I was like, there's something, because I tapped into something. I was like. Because there's a creative magic beyond- process that happens with being really good at any type of performance. Right. It's, like spontaneous it's, and, it's yeah. so spontaneous. You can't control it. It's It feels like magic in a way. Like mm-hmm. those moments, like that take that you get where you feel like so connected and you're in a different world. Everyone else is, it's like a spiritual experience, yeah. right? And so um, I went, I moved into Hollywood, whatever. Da, 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 da. I was living with girls who were Christians, but you know, they would just like say scriptures. Like, oh, that's a pretty scripture. Like I really was like, <laughs> I look back and I'm like, that's so funny. <laughs> and then I went to, I, I, I went to, my mom was in town. So I was like, well, let me take you to church. Let me, let me be sweet and take you to church out here. There's a church down the street. Why not? Right. Tons of like celebrities went there. Like whatever. Which church was this? Uh, Reality LA. Okay. Like, I lived down the street from okay. it in Hollywood. And like we walked. And then I saw this woman that I interned under at Mandate Pictures while I was in college. Cause I got a double major. I ended up being a double major in film, TV and acting. So okay. I had to. Um, intern at Mandate Pictures to graduate. Uh, okay. Intern anywhere, but I yeah. ended up interning there. And I saw her, and I Facebooked her. I was like, "Did I see you at church?" She's like, "Yes, girl, I saw you, but I didn't want to like say anything." She's like, "Hey, I'm working at Paramount. Come have lunch with me." And I'm like, "New in Hollywood." I was yeah. like, "Yeah, I'm gonna come have lunch with you on Paramount yeah. lot." You're the whole time, me yeah. right? And then I go, and the whole time she's talking about God. I was like, "Wait, what is this?" <laughs> <laughs> you're expecting like where's my audition I was like okay like yeah. like literally she's like listen she gave she told me about the book produced by faith by Devon Franklin she's like hey do you go to this church and I was like no she's like okay do you go to the she's like listen you need to go to this other church she's like there's young, it's called one church there's young um, black people in the industry who love God and I was like okay whatever so I tell my friend he's a Christian that I live with girl this girl's telling me to go to this church you wanna go we go life changed like every single word we kept looking at each other me and my friend are extra so we go mm, mm, oh like every time someone hits you in your heart you know what i mean like you could be at starbucks and someone <laughs> says something you'd be like mm, i needed that word like we've always been extra that was nothing new right so we were in the service like looking at each other like oh that was hit word, me was the word extra back like around back then isn't that like I, a thing over the past year no, extra's been extra, around. Really? Okay, I'm in just the black naive community. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> People have been saying extra forever. Okay. Yeah, we said extra back All then. Right, so you were extra. Yeah. Yeah, and then so from there, I just started whatever, going to this church, whatever, and just having like uh, experiences with God. And I literally went through this time where I just was like, look, I n- I always thought acting was a little bit of a joke. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Like I, my heart's desire is was really to serve. Like I really. I used to, like, when I used to get frustrated, 
I'm like, you know what? I used to threaten people. This is so dumb. I'm going to cut off all my hair and move to Africa and just help people because you guys are so ungrateful. Like, I used to threaten people that in high school. I was a very strange child, right? And so I would be like, God. Like, Wait, I, when would you be forced to threaten people? Just like when people would piss me off or like I would get oh, frustrated okay. at life. Right, I would just right. be like, you know what? Forget this world. Yeah. Forget all this vanity. I'm going to cut off all my hair. I don't know why I felt like cutting all my hair off was like this huge moment Full for me. Full circle moment because then you had to cut off your hair for love it. I know. But yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> so then. It was a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. Yeah. Don't even get me started about that. Okay. Um, but yeah, so then I just, I was like, God, I don't need to act. I just, this is, this is, this is vain. I don't need to do this. Like, mm. I just want to serve you. I just like, maybe there's, I want to go to, to serve other countries. Like, I want to do this. I want to do this. And let me tell you, I tried to give it up multiple times. And every time someone would be like, you know, God is saying you need to be in acting. Like, everywhere. And then I would hear God just be like, you know, I created you for this. Like, mm. stop fighting it. Just go for it. And so I just went. So was there a moment where you actively gave up and you, like, moved away or you stopped, simply stopped going to classes or stopped auditioning? Or it was always, like, an active thing that you were I was always pursuing it and I would start to give it up for a couple of days. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even get two days. Yeah. Like, I remember one time I was working in a restaurant and I was just like, I'm so done with this, God. I was auditioning and, like, things like that and just had no money. I was sleeping on a top bunk, for God's sake, in a, one bedroom with two other girls. I just was right. like, what is this? What am I doing this for? And literally I saw Halle Berry and Joy Bryant come in my restaurant within 24 hours apart from each other. And I just was like, hmm, was that a sign, God? <laughs> was that wow. a sign for me to keep going? So, like, I've just been, I don't know, like, I, I, like, even in, I just, I've just been open to just, like, go where I need to be. And, like, and it's scary to do that, but it's just always led me back to acting. And so, and because I'm such a hard working driven person like okay so it's actually so I would go hard you know um but and so then I just accepted it I accepted it and I'm like you know what I'm gonna have fun and whatever but you know there's things with acting that's just hard and I think I just wanted to be normal I think I just wanted like I'm a very simple person and so sometimes it's hard I guess I just didn't I, I'm, I'm shy and I don't like, it's like, it's like, yeah, attention is fun for like 10 seconds and then it just gets really annoying. Yeah. Like, you're just like, oh my God. Mm -hmm. So, and like the pressure, you know, I'm a person who goes to the store in pajamas. Like, mm -hmm. I'm not, I don't know name brands. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I don't know pop stars. Like, I don't know. I'm just such a simple person. <laughs> but I guess that's why I'm supposed to do it because it's not like this, like, this like idol for me, you know. Mm, that's a really important to, thing to be aware of to not make it an idol. Yeah. Yeah, and even if you aren't spiritual, like whatever your version of an idol is, to just know that you're not putting it on a pedestal because otherwise, it's you become defined by it, and if you're not right. experiencing success with it, then it destroys you're you. a failure in that in that regard, and that's not accurate. And it's so true because even people, I like the actors. It's so funny because I would just. I was always open to hearing people and people, it didn't matter. And that's the thing, like Christian or not, there is a truth, right? And I would hear it from people who weren't Christian at all. They're like, 
I remember being like, yeah, well, my friends have commercial agents now, and like, da 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 And this guy checked me. He's like, and as long as you keep comparing yourself to all the people around you, you will never move forward. Mm-hmm. And I was working at a restaurant at that time, and it checked me. And I was like, it wasn't at church. It wasn't. At, this is a universal principle. Yeah. If you become, if you, the second you fall for your own hype is the second you lose yeah. your hype. Wow. Like, this wow. is just a reality. Yeah. Like, as soon as you, and, and everybody, like, small, every time I'm on set, people are like, yeah, as soon as you find happiness in your real life, that's when things start to soar. As soon as you let go and stop crying to control it, everything starts popping up. It's just like a universal principle. Because it's like when you need something, you actually, like, clench it. It's like, you know what I mean? Like, when you, you love someone and you hold them back, it's like they can't live. But then when you let them live, it's like the love you share is even better. My you manager know? gives an example of like the industry is like uh, a Chinese finger trap. And like if you try to squeeze your fingers yes. out more, then the, the more the tighter that they'll hold onto it. And sometimes you just need to like let it go, release, and then eventually it'll settle. So was there a moment for you yeah. that happened in like say the year or the two years before you booked Love Is. Yeah, right before. Like that where you realized like this letting go principle, stop comparing yourself, and then you ended up auditioning and obviously moving forward and then booking it. And what was that what was that moment? Yeah, so okay. I was working at a restaurant and the restaurant This was this was ten months ago. This was uh is it August right now, September? So this is ten months ago. Cut to one of like varieties, like TV actors to watch <laughs> on a show that's been renewed for a second season. That's a pretty awesome story. I guys. am so great. God is yeah. good. Um, so ten months ago, let's mm-hmm. go ten months ago. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. In August, was it August? Yeah, I tested. I got two test deals in a week. So okay, let's do like a year and a half okay. ago. I my manager dropped me. Because I wouldn't sign with her for three years. And she was the first person to ever sign me. It was very difficult. She was a woman of God. We had, I helped her through the death of her father, all this stuff. But that was the problem. I was helping her Too with much. her personal life. Yeah. And she was not delivering okay. my, for my professional life. Okay. God told me months before that I was not going to continue with her. I didn't know how it was going to happen. Basically, we got in an argument. She dropped me over the phone. But... How did I did you go this initially um, through acting class. Okay. So I took an acting class. Someone in the acting class is with her and said, "Hey, I want to introduce you to my manager." Three months in, like I've seen your work. You have shown up day in and day out. Yeah. I want to make an introduction to my manager Very for cool. you. So I would meet with managers, all that stuff, and they would never call me back. Really? Yes. Before her, I would meet with agencies. Like, like they'd love send, me. Like you'd send your stuff in, and you get like through email, and you try and get a meeting, and then or just in. people would set it up. Like things would just like it was like it's almost like dating. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. go on a date and you never hear from them again. You're like, well. If they want me, they got my number, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, don't force it, right? So with her, I met her. I knew she was it. I signed with her instantly. Like, um, I started, you know, moving forward. And then a friend told me about, introduced me for a commercial agent. I had a commercial agent that, like, got me one audition in a whole year. Okay. Not a great commercial <laughs> Right. Agent, yeah. And then so I got with the CESD for commercial and whatever. So everything was moving. But it was all through just me doing the basics, taking classes. Just doing good work people, in the classes. Just doing you, good work on yeah. set. Yeah, just like taking day by day, yeah. you know, not forcing things. Yeah. And um, and then, uh, so I had done this movie, uh, Illicit, and McKinley Freeman's manager came to the screening and said, 
asked about me and he's like he called me like a week before she dropped me like hey do you like man i'm like yeah i'm good right now he's like listen just know that there's someone at legal rock and my manager they're good that is interested in they've already mm-hmm. seen your work i was like okay cool back pocket mm-hmm. so when i got dropped i went and met with them i met with like another one that someone recommended whatever and it was literally like this is it. Like, mm-hmm. he had already seen my work. He was like, listen, you are underrepresented. You should be on TV. You should... All this stuff. I was like, dang. Okay, yeah, let's do it. I, I agree. So this like, is a year and a half ago. So this was two years... Almost two years ago. Okay. November of 2016. Okay. November of 2016, right? So then, fast forward to 2017. Um, I went through... I was on this movie... That I had to quit because it was it was a super low budget, ultra low budget. They were so disrespectful to me. Like the guy, the director wanted to sleep with me. Wow. And he was manipulating me to be able to sleep with me, right? But I wasn't let I wasn't gonna sleep with him. Yeah. But I was trying to figure out what he wanted from me. You know what I mean? He's like, You're a star. He would feed me these things, he would take me out to dinner, and I was like, This is so weird. But there was a huge name attached to the movie that was my love interest. And the BS, I can't even, that's a whole nother five hour story, mm-hmm. the whole process of that movie. I I was like and then I was in a relationship with this guy who was just treating me awful. All this stuff was happening. And I was like, you know what, God? I'm cutting it off. I'm cutting it off. I'm cutting all that off. I was like, it was my birthday. But in two weeks, I was depressed. I was like, I don't even want to see. I don't even want to do anything for my birthday. Like, that's how depressed I was. Like, the manipulation that this set put me through, like, destroyed my spirit. I had never been so depressed in my life. And I didn't know where to go. I was like, I, at that moment, I was going to quit. I was really, at that moment, I literally got an audition. I was like, whatever, I'll just go in. Like, I literally, at that moment, was legitimately going to quit acting. I was done. I was like... that you had change management, you had booked a film. I had good things. You were a working actor, there was good things happening, but you still... But the film just destroyed my... They were calling me a bitch. They were like, they wouldn't give me my... Like, they were... I mean, the manipulation, you guys was just, I can't even describe to you, like, I would literally leave, I would cry for an hour before getting out of bed, before I go on set, because I didn't want to go on set, like, that's how Tell me deep, for before you months, like, really? they would postpone, we never uh, did a good day, like, we would, I'd be on set for 10 hours waiting to shoot, and they'd be like, oh, we're not going to shoot you today, what do you mean? And I was getting paid one twenty-five a day, I was getting paid ultra low budget, yeah, right. keep in mind, there's a huge star, in the movie, who obviously is getting paid way more money. Um, just, I didn't have someone doing my hair, so they, like, I kept saying, I need someone to do my hair. They made me feel guilty about it. Like, we have all these things to worry about. She's going to do your hair. Stop being, like, I mean, just crazy, right? So I'm like, God, I'm going to quit. Like, I don't need to do this, da 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 And then I got this audition on my birthday. Oh, no, this is what I did. I was like, you know what? For my birthday, I'm going to go hike on the top. I'm telling you so many crazy stories. I'm going to go hike to the top of the mountain and let everything of my past go because I can't move forward. Like I am so depressed and I'm not a person who gets depressed. Mm -hmm. I have to destroy everything that has destroyed me. Right. So for my birthday, I got two of my closest friends. We climbed the highest mountain I know in in Malibu. We wrote on a piece of paper, everything, every fear, every heartbreak, everything that pissed us off, everything we're angry about, every, Every trauma we've ever experienced in our life, we wrote on a piece of paper. Then on the other side, we wrote 
a declaration to replace it. I'm I am not going to be ashamed of gaining weight. I'm not going to worry about my body size. I'm not going to worry. I'm not going to apologize for success. I'm not going to be afraid of succeeding. I'm not going to be afraid of that. Like literally, so we write the opposite, right? Um, I forgive. I got it from a friend who I went to her birthday party that December before, right? Right. And they just did one and one and then they on one thing on each side for the next year, right? And um, and then you lift it up and you pray about it, whatever. And I was like, I'm going to do this, but like hardcore version. Uh I'm going to step it up, right? (laughs) I'm like that, right? Yeah. And so... I literally, we burned it at the top. I still have a video on my phone of wow. us burning those pieces of paper. And we walked down and I got an uh, audition, a tape audition for a role, a huge role. I didn't really realize how huge it was at the time. Um, but it had nudity. And I'm like, I'm not going to do nudity. I'm not going to tape for this. I literally was like, I'm so done with this, God. I'm gonna... And I kept hearing God like, focus on this tape. Focus on this tape. This tape was 10 pages long. It got to the point where it was due Monday at 9 a.m. Let me tell you, Sunday night, okay, after I worked a whole shift at my restaurant, I go to my friend's house. I'm not even memorized, but I read the script. It's bomb. I love this. And I, he literally worked it with me for like three hours. And I taped it. I was like, is it good? I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, whatever. Got up. It's my birthday. Whatever. We're, we're starting fresh. You know what, God? I'm just going to trust you. I'm letting go. I don't care what comes. Like, I literally just was like, whatever. I send the tape. nine I send it in at 9 a.m. Fall back asleep on my couch. Ten minutes later, get a call from my manager. I answer. I'm like, oh, hi, did you get the tape? He's like, yes, your tape, phenomenal work. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, my God, I thought you were going to tell me it sucked. Oh, my God, thank you. He's like, I sent your tape. To my an agent I work with at Gersh, we're setting a meeting up for you. Um, I have three other clients with this with this agent. I really think you're going to be a perfect fit for him. All of our clients are on TV shows right now. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know, Gersh. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I get off the phone and I was like, wow. You mean 24 hours, God? Mm. You mean... I went on that mountain on Saturday. This is Monday morning. Mm-hmm. What? And I just was like, okay, God, you know, I'm open. Let's just see what happens. I get an email to meet in two days. Now, we all know agency meetings, usually you're favored if you get in within two weeks. Usually it's three to four weeks. Two days. And I'm like, oh, my God, what am I going to wear? I don't want to wear. Like, I'm like, whatever. I call my this a woman who style, used to style me and everything. I was like, oh, my God, my styles. I need to do. She's like, listen, Michelle, just just because they're, like, dressed like a star. Whatever the hell that means. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? What I'm like, mean? what does that mean? Yeah. I go. I'm so nervous. So I arrive an hour wear? early. Yeah. I just wore ripped jeans, a crop top, and a leather jacket. Okay. I hate to stop. Yeah. And I think uh, heeled boots. Okay. Heeled boots. And um, so an hour early. Hour early, I drank coffee, should have never done that because then my heart's like racing. I just was like, you know what? And then I even got in the room, I was like, you know what? Right before I got in the room, I was like, you know what? This is Gersh. What am I going to do? Sit in there and do car wheels? Like, he either wants to sign me or he doesn't. Like, so I just went in there and just talking my face off. Like, yeah, well, you know, I went to bed, but I just like, I really want to do roles like that. Like, I just was like, whatever. He loved me within six hours. They're like, they're sending you a script. They're ready to sign you. I was like, what? 
Yeah, they're sending you a script to look over for a possible audition. Da da da. I was like, God, let me tell you, I started going out so much. Five auditions a week. I didn't sleep. I would go to work and I would do auditions. That's all I did. If you were my friend, you were reading sides with me. Like, that's it. I didn't have free time. I didn't for six months. I wasn't getting a single callback. I'm going to fast forward trying to like get through yeah, the story. Yeah, no, but it's, it's good to know the details of the process. Though. Right, of the process. Yeah. I wasn't getting a callback. I wasn't doing it. So I was not sleeping. I was working my butt off doing all these auditions. Still in 10, class 15 at this pages. point or just auditioning right now? No class. I couldn't time. afford. Yeah. I couldn't afford class oh, at really? this time. Wow. I was barely making it when all wow. this was happening. Like to the point where I don't even know how my rent was paid. Okay. Like I calculate how much money I was making mm-hmm. and I calculate my rent. It doesn't add up by some miracle. My account would go negative And the same day I would get enough cash to make it even. Okay. That's the life I was living. It's, it's like, <laughs> there, there's like a cliche around acting actors careers for a reason, but this is like, Oh, it was crazy. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, God, I'm going out. Like, what's the problem? My manager calls me, they're like, listen, um, we're watching your tapes. We know you're doing good work. Some people are saying you're acting kind of green. You know, don't, don't, you don't, don't be bubbly if you're playing like a hard character. Just mm-hmm. go in there straight. Don't even over talk. So basically he starts really private me. He's like, and take down your website. It's oh, making right. you look amateur. Yeah. You don't need it. It's yeah. not updated. You don't trust me. Okay. You don't need it. Yeah. I'm like, shoot, I save me 10 bucks a month. Hells, yeah, yeah I take it down. <laughs> yeah. Like, I didn't even question it, right? And some people yeah. are like, um, I don't think they're right. I'm like, look, they have working actors. Yeah. I'm going to listen to them. You are at a restaurant, boo-boo. Yeah. I'm not going to listen to you, okay? That's another thing. Yeah. Be careful who you listen to. Definitely. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so then... It's so easy to be convinced by people just who happen to be around you. Right. people but, love to share their opinions. But really, like, unless they're in the position that you want to be in, what's the point? What's the point? Mm-hmm. And, like, follow your gut. You know your boundaries. But this is stupid. It's a website. It's mm-hmm. going to go, okay? Mm-hmm. And then they're like, he goes, literally... I don't cuss, so I'm not going to cuss for him. But he was like, and when you when you finish your sides, you need to think in your head, F this, and walk out. Thank you. F it. Walk out. He's like, that's how your attitude needs to be. Because you're not desperate for the job. Da, 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 da. I'm like, oh my God, you're so right. Two weeks later, I get a callback. I go on a veil. I start getting all these things. Callback, 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 callback. All these things. Because I'm just effing, like, because I'm not attached to trying to prove anything. And it's like dating. It's more attractive when you're not desperate for somebody. Mm-hmm. And that's what casting is. It's literally yeah. dating. They're trying to find a perfect fit. Even if you're a great fit, if you're not the perfect fit, you don't get it. You don't get, you know what I mean? So I'm just like, oh my God, oh my God. I get two test deals in August. One of them was terrible, so we just this shut is it August down. last year. August last year. Mm-hmm. The other one, um, it's for a spinoff, da 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 da. I test in front of Warner Brothers. I test in front of all these people. It's like crazy. I'm playing like, I'm just like, oh, wow, this happened so fast. Then, uh, call back, call back, call back, avail, avail, like all the time, right? All these things happen. I'm getting so close. I'm like, oh, my God. And then I get another test deal. I'm like, yeah, this is it. This is it. This is it. I did one audition, went straight to test, right, between me and one other girl. So every time I keep making it so far where it's between me and one other girl Mm -hmm. and these testing, and I'm like, the other girl gets it. I'm like, damn. It's okay. I didn't want that role anyways. I really didn't. <laughs> so the next one, I'm like, they they release the other girl. They put me on hold, pay me $1,000 because they're keeping me on hold so long for this role. Do an offer only to some girl, some other girl. Mm-hmm. Give it to her. And I'm like, hold up, hold up. You mean to tell me I beat out every girl in LA and you're going to do an offer only? 
<laughs> and then on top of it, they told me, though, like, they said to my agent, she's an amazing actor. She kind of took a minute to gear up emotionally, but she doesn't have enough pop. And the casting director's like, the network is an idiot. Wow. <laughs> this girl should be the star. I would make her a star of any show I'm on. So I'm, like, confused. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I'm like, you know what? It's because it's not the right one. I'm mm -hmm. like, God, this whole time before I even had an agent, before I had the manager, the second God told me I wasn't uh, be with that manager anymore, I said, you know what, God? Thank you for my perfect agent, my perfect manager, and my perfect show. Every day I would pray that. Thank you for my perfect agent, my perfect manager, my perfect show. So then... All of these things are lining up. And I'm like, you know what, God? I'm thanking you for my perfect show. This wasn't the perfect show. Mm -hmm. So I just got to let it go, right? So then I keep getting a veil, a veil, a veil, a veil. And at this point, I have a lot of, like, baggage from my ex coming to the thing with because I made a financial mistake with him. And, okay. like, so I'm, like, drowning in debt at this point. Oh, wow. Drowning. Okay. I don't know what to do. I'm, like, God, how can I get so close? Like, this is in, in Australia, like, debt. We're not, like, really a debt culture, so... That's a big thing. You literally spending money you don't have, or right? Oh, other people money. Like that is this big stressful thing as an actor. Yeah, yeah. and then student loans yeah. and all these things. Like mm -hmm. you have to have debt to get a college degree here. Basically, right. it's so yeah. stupid. And so I was just like, I was just like, wow, I don't know what to do. And I and I broke down. I text and and I uh, reached out to a friend of mine who's on a TV show, and I said, girl, how do you do it? Like, I'm, I'm getting so close. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Like, I was breaking down. I was like, God, what am I doing wrong? Because I just, I can't, I can't make it. I can't feed myself. Like, what am I going to do? Like, I knew I was going to eat because I worked at a restaurant. So, worst comes to worst, I was going to eat there. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, and, and the thing, I couldn't deny, though, that everything was getting covered. Like, it was crazy. But I was exhausted. I was auditioning five days a week. I don't even know how I memorize lines anymore. I was so tired. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And um, and she's like, you let go. She texts me. She's like, and you live your life. Learn a different language. Go have fun. Live your life. And acting will come. Don't make it your life because it should never be your life. And I was like, you're so right. And I remember calling my friend and being like, and me and him would just call each other, um, we're both actors, go to the same church, and I love his wife and all that stuff. And we just encourage each other. And he's just like, I was like, you know, I think I figured it out. I just got to let go. And I just have to trust God that the right show is going to come at the right time. Then I get a call 24 hours later that I booked a movie in New York City. <laughs> I was like, whoa, God, 24 hours? Let's do this. Like... <laughs> a movie I had auditioned for like months before. Oh, wow. The girl backed out last minute. They were desperate to find someone. No way. So, and keep in mind, they're like, okay, we're going to fly you out. I was a local hire, so I was going to stay with my cousin. But I didn't have enough money to live past two weeks without working. Like, I was like, okay, I can go, but you're not going to pay me for a month. And I can't feed myself after two weeks. They wanted me to be out there for a month. So my agent was like, I was like, I probably need to come back because I'm only shooting six days out of the whole time anyways. I'm going to be bored out of my damn mind. Like, what am I going to do in New York? You know what I mean? And they were like, okay, we, we negotiated you one flight back in the middle. I was like, okay. Cool. And I had shot this commercial. And I was like, I didn't know if it was going anywhere or anything. I was like, God, please let this commercial check come in. So I go to New York on faith. I'm like going to my cousin taking to Trader Joe. She's like, yeah, just get some food. Da, 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 da. She's like, whatever you need. You know, it's sleeping on her little air mattress, taking the metro, you know, five in the morning, showing up on set, mm -hmm. da, 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 right? And then 
I'm there and I'm doing these auditions out there and stuff and I get a call from my rep. They want you to test for this other show. I was like, what? A show that I loved. And I just, I literally like almost blew it off because I didn't blow it off. I did good work, but like I was so tired that day. I thought I did bad because I was falling asleep in the waiting room. It was one of those days I had two auditions before that audition. Mm -hmm. So I was like falling asleep. Like it was crazy, right? So I go in there, whatever. They're like, yeah, they love you. It's between you and one other girl. I'm like, damn, this is the type of show I never thought I could get. Like, you know what I mean? I was like, oh my gosh, God. And they're like, they're going to fly you back. So I didn't even have to use the other way. I fly back, go to my apartment, check my mailbox, commercial checks. I was like, thank you, God, because you know I only had like $300. Like, thank you, God. Like, I was doing a dance with the check. I was like, I knew God you were going to provide. Like, I just, I had, I went out there on faith. I knew that something was going to happen. I test. While I'm testing for this show, I auditioned for two other things, a movie and another TV show. I go back to um, New York to shoot, and I land, and they're like, you didn't get it. And at this point, I was devastated. God, I have such a long story. I'm so sorry. This is taking no, so no, long, no, it's but it's so good. It. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm devastated. I'm devastated. This is in, like, uh, November of last year? So or? this is, at this point, it is um, October. Okay. Um, and keep in mind... You, I think, then. Probably. Oh, it's before you met yeah, me. Yeah. So, like, keep in mind, before I fly out for this, before I got the test deal, I find out I was fired at my restaurant job because I left so quickly, one of my shifts couldn't get covered. And so they fired me. Keep in mind, they never fire people there. Uh -huh. um, I was one of the longest working per people there. And they didn't even fire to my face. They just took me off the schedule and that took me off the email. Oh. And I was like, God, what the heck? I don't have a job. Yeah. So I was also freaking out about that. I was like, well, I have this test. I'm about to get this show. Lord, okay, Lord, I'm not going to put pressure on it. You do your thing. Da, 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 da. I didn't get it. So I'm like, God, I don't I, I, I don't know what I'm doing wrong at this point. But I was like, I, I went on my knees and I prayed. I said, God, whatever perfect show you have for me, it's going to be so perfect. Even if I mess up in the room, even if I perform badly, they have to give it to me. Like, like nothing will take it away from me. That's what I prayed, right? Mm -hmm. So then... The next day I get a call. They want you to test for Love Is. Love Is was one of the shows I auditioned for while in LA testing for the other show. Oh, no way. But the only reason that you came back to LA for, like, in the Well, to test. Yeah, and then yeah, they're like, yeah. oh, we're just going to fit in two more auditions wow. while you're in LA, right? Yeah. They want you to test. And I was like, what? Why? I haven't even had time to mourn the other one. Yeah. Like, huh. I don't know. Like, I don't know if I want this show. It's a love story. Like, da da da. <laughs> Fast forward. I'm flying back and forth to test. Mm -hmm. Then I find out the chemistry test. Then I find out my friend's there, Will. And I was like, oh my God, it's about to be lit. I got so sick that during the chemistry test. Um, sick with what? I think just jet lag. I was exhaustion. flying back and forth, exhaustion. Yeah. I wasn't sleeping. I did get actually a cold while I was in New York. And then plus the jet lag. Plus, yeah. I probably wasn't eating, Your right? Body, yeah. uh, probably wasn't drinking enough water. I was running yeah. all over the place. I literally could not remember the lines. Like, I was dropping lines at a chemistry read. But the chemistry between me and Will was lit. Like, I knew... How did you guys know each other? I've known him for, like, five years. We wow. went to the same church and acting school. No way. Very cool. I didn't know him personally, though. Like, I went okay. to his wedding, but I knew his wife more than I knew okay. him. Okay. And so I walked away, and I was like... It was crazy. So needless to say, though, even though I messed up in the room, I got it. And it was scary. I freaked out for days after that because it once again got me to one girl 
me and one other girl and all those other times I didn't get it and I actually got invested in this show I was like I have this is my role like I knew deep down that this was mine so it was even scarier the idea of being rejected from it right so yeah, so I, there's multiple times where I really had to practice the like. The question was, did you have a moment to like go twice before the show? <laughs> oh, man. Crazy, right? I don't even know what my follow-up question to that story I is. I know, it's probably like that's the whole podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but like there's so many lessons in that, you know there what I mean? Is. Like so really trusting the process. And, 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 and the thing is, I was so sick at the chemistry read, dude. I was falling asleep in the waiting room. Good Lord. Wow. I was trying to write out the lines. I just, in the notebook, I probably wrote them out 20 times while I was waiting. And I just couldn't, trying to remember them. I literally was like, there's nothing I can do. Like, I went in that room and I dropped the line. They're like, I was like, line? (laughs) (laughs) They're like, do you want to hold the sides? Nah, it's okay. Um, Let's do it again. Like, I literally, like, it was probably, but the thing is, I probably was acting like, an actor acts on set. Yeah. We're going to get the shot. Yeah, yeah. We're going to get the shot. Yeah. Just give me a moment. Yeah. Okay, let's go again. Like, <laughs> so it worked in my favor, but at that point I let go. Because I was like, there is, if I try and force myself, I, I and then also the chemistry read, the one I had before him, there was no chemistry between me and the guy. Mm-hmm. And and my acting coach had told me, he's like. You can't fake that. He's like, chemistry reads are easy. Because you either got chemistry or you don't. There's mm-hmm. nothing you can do. You can't fake it. You can't. It's either there or it's not. So don't even worry about it. Just go in there, let go, and have fun. That's mm-hmm. it. That's all you can do. And so at that point, I just was like, uh, what's the line? Oh, yeah, I missed the whole section. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I, I know what I'm doing now. Let's do it again. <laughs> was that the scene in the first episode when you guys were at the restaurant? At the yes, that eight pages they gave yeah. me a day before. Wow. And keep in mind, it's like time lapse, so there's no like. So I'm the person who has to like. You should guys is listening. You should really watch that first episode because, <laughs> as an example of, I mean, yeah, like there's a whole meet cute thing, but it harks back to like a style of acting and storylines that you just don't see anymore, let alone on t- television. Mm, so it was so really, yeah, really good scenes and stuff. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but it was just a hard scene, anyways, to remember. Right. It was yeah. Just so funny. Yeah. Yeah. Because it goes through so many little different things and. Right. Wow. But, but that's the thing. Like, I guess the thing I've learned the most throughout my process is that having, like, even, because that's what I pray. Like, I just prayed. I was like, God, show up in that room. Just let, you gave me this gift. Just let it shine. Let it do its thing. I'm not going to manipulate. I'm not going to over control it. Let me be in the moment. And so being able to just pray and know that it's outside myself, yeah, it allows me to go into a space with my acting where it's like, I don't have to try and reach a result. I can just be in the moment. And you can also, like, because it would be e- not easy, but I guess there's a, there's a bit of a risk with, say, someone taking away from this conversation, listening to it, that they could just go do that and then believe that they could be better tomorrow. But that's you having faith is balanced against having gone to Pepperdine and studied theatre and acting there and then done a bunch of classes in L.A. when you were starting out. So you did, like, the practical, real, day-to-day, hard work, hustling, auditioning yeah. the real life story of like even like i've heard like of people of like when they do serve in a restaurant they get the benefit of dealing with people being quick on their feet yeah like that's like so an I acting, totally and got you did that. that for so long yep. so that was like a, a basis and then in combination with with faith and then the process of letting go obviously was your creative journey leading up to this moment 
Yeah, and the thing is, too, I was very realistic, too. Like, I, to- I started praying to God. I was like, God, how am I going in front of all these people and I can't afford class? Mm. Like, I get you're opening the door here, but, like, Lord, like, you know, like, I got to be up my... to par. Yeah, like, yeah. I got to so be up to par in my competition. How did you deal with that then? God just... opened the door for me to have a free class. What was the class? It was a class of a group of my friends. Yeah. Or, well, this girl that came to my restaurant, she'd been work- they're all working actors. They just meet once a week and do a class. Cool, like a scene. And they together just they and... bring your you bring your audition scenes, you bring your tape scenes you have to put on tape. You, we put ourselves on tape. Everyone gives critique. You get to do it again. You get to watch yourself once a week. And at your friend's house, or... just at a friend's house. Yeah. And literally, the first time I went there, this guy literally told me something that broke, that released me from. He's like, he he gave me one note. He's like, see, you're playing the end. I was like, you're right. I am playing the end. And I hate that. I hate it when actors play the end. It pisses me off. And I was doing it. And then so he's like, you're playing the end. Do it again. He's like, and don't force it. Trust that you have the lines. That second take, just from those two notes, was night and day. And it was the audition I had that day. And he was like, yeah, if you would have done that in the room, you would have booked it. And I was like, I know. And like, literally just in that class. And so it was like, I asked God, like, I think you have to know what to pray for and know what to ask. I said, God, I know I'm lacking in something. God says, ask for wisdom and he will give it to you. I was like, God, send me someone who can teach me. I want to know what I'm doing wrong. I want to have clarity. I want to have the wisdom to fix whatever I'm doing in the room. And he would always send me people who would give me feedback or some way, shape, or form. And I'd be like, oh, that's what I'm missing. Instead of it just being this like, oh, I'm just going to show up and it's all going to happen. No, I wasn't afraid to do the work. And I think that's the thing is like people are afraid to do the work. Mm. They're afraid. God meets us like where we we are. And God says, seek and you shall have like ask and it shall be given. But it's not just about getting, you know, it's like even um, there's a scripture about you didn't, you, you prayed, but you didn't get it because your heart was not in the right place. Mm. And that's the reality. It's like, Sometimes you praying things, you're praying, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like, you're praying something ridiculous. That's like a delusion. And God, yeah. is, and God is honoring your faith, but he's not going to give it to you because he knows your heart ain't in the right place. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't get that. So, like, even knowing what to pray, like, so a lot of times I would just be like, you know, God, give me favor in the room when, even if I make a mistake, that they will give me feedback in the room. You know, praying the right things. So that from there I would win, you know, like I, and just like all those things. I'm going on and on now, no, but no, do you know no, what I mean? Great. I think it's that's really a key that distinction people, to make. Yeah. yeah, to be real with it. Real, yeah. like yeah. God, I you're opening the doors, but uh, I gotta deliver. I gotta yeah. deliver, yeah. so I need help. I need help, mm-hmm. and I think that's the thing too. Is like, I think for me, it's great to you know have success or win awards, but. The reality is nobody can do this alone. Nobody can succeed alone. Nobody. Even if you sit in your room, you have a laptop, you create a whole business by yourself. Somebody has to buy it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you got nothing. Mm-hmm. It is always requires connection. It always requires relationships. It always requires help from a stranger or a friend or a family member. So, like, when you realize that, you're not afraid to take help. Like, get help. You know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with that. Get help. Like, and so that's one thing I've never, I've, I've been fully aware that I was never going to have success by myself. Like it was never going to happen just alone. 
So. Very cool. <laughs> I could go. I could go on with my questions about. <laughs> you think I'm so weird, don't you? <laughs> no, I'm just I'm laughing at myself because I'm like I'm so intense sometimes. Yeah. No, don't it's worry. Like, what do you I say th- after that? I think I match you with, with. Yeah, that's true. Actually, what do you say after that? It's like so. I, it, yeah, just good, good stuff, guys. Good, good lecture, Michelle. Um, oh my god! I mean, I could ask a question about what I said at the beginning about how do you avoid your inner critic going in your head as an actor, but I think that we address that today yeah yeah I think that was all in what you said about the process and stuff and um we could go on and on <laughs> but I don't know that was I I don't want to I don't want to like uh, uh, yeah I don't want to go Experience. any yeah I don't want to uh oh, that's just like you've already set the bar really high for this conversation <laughs> um <clears throat> so um you know we, yeah so I can season only two, share, yeah, you know, what exactly. I know, so, and that's what I've experienced. Yeah, so. and also I think that there's, uh, you can gather from listening, guys, that Michelle has, as is an example of what I explore in this podcast with successful creatives, having an uncompromised point of view and being true to yourself and being honest with your beliefs and your convictions and your opinions. Yeah. Um, as long as you can back it up with the real goods and the hard work, um, I think that's like a pretty good not secret to success that's just like a good formula recipe whatever or even happiness yeah as well remember that's like the important thing um be grounded be real have faith do you be of service to others we could talk about those sorts of things all day but uh there's a lot of things guys that i took away from this conversation and i'm sure that those listening took away from this conversation do you want to add on anything that now in the moment now that we've talked about these things right now what do you think feel need and want anything different to what you at the beginning oh god um no <laughs> no change there's been a change but i don't know how to describe it that's so all right I feel, no, let's just say it's i feel i feel honored to um share my story cool hope hoping that it will encourage people it's an honor mm. to encourage people great um what is the other one uh, I feel, I think, I feel, I need, and I want. I think sometimes um, we get so caught up in going somewhere, we forget to enjoy the process. Mm-hmm. And um, I want people, I really want myself included and others to, to, not get distracted by what's in front of us, but know where we're going and, and, and to, to let go. (laughs) And I need a spa day. (laughs) Spa day. Okay, good. There's a practical real request there that you didn't have at the beginning. Uh, Michelle's a real person. So that's like, we know that she's a human. Um, I am a human. Yeah, cool. All right, guys. Uh, thank you, Michelle. Thank you guys for listening. Until next time.